0: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. episode 39. Can you believe it? That means next episode is going to be episode 40 and then 10 episodes after that, it'll be 50, and I'm just blown away at myself. Look at her go. Anyways, this is Eliza Gelman, and this is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and, of course, your morning conference call. And just wanted to say thank you guys for listening, for tuning in for leaving comments and reviews and subscribing. Speaking of subscribing, if you haven't done it yet, make sure that you do just in case, you know, some turn of events happens in the future and Instagram goes down the drain and you guys don't have any way of knowing. I know you would all be devastated, but I also just wanted to make sure you all noticed the intro music and it wasn't so choppy like it was last time. I have been on the computer for one hour, YouTubing how to do this. I am so not tech savvy, but I am learning. She is growing. She is fabulous. That is me. I'm feeling really good today. I actually, let me take that back. So I'm just going to give a quick recap and then we'll get into the podcast. We're going to be talking about dairy, different dairy cows, why you shouldn't be foxing with dairy at all. And um, we're also going to be talking quickly about how to, um, based on my last Instagram post, you guys can go look back at it, um, talking about how we can bounce back a little bit more easy from vacations or maybe feeling discouraged in the gym if we're not losing weight or we're not progressing in the way that we want to be, um, and we're kind of feeling stagnant. So we will talk about that in just a second and I'm really excited about this episode because it's a hot spot, especially with dairy, um. So what's been going on with me just got back on Monday. It's Thursday, but it feels like it's been 19 months since I've gotten back. I am back from Europe. I was there for 10 days um, on our first day when we were flying from Charleston. We, me, when I was flying from Charleston to New York. Um, Let's just talk about JetBlue for a second. If anyone is an affiliate for JetBlue and they have any pull please let me know immediately after you listen to this because I'm really frustrated. Um, My flight from Charleston to New York was delayed by three hours due to weather, which I understand. Okay, weather. Nobody can help that. But then it was delayed another 25 minutes because this guy behind me in his seat purchased a seat for his dog, which, by the way, good for you, man. Like, highly recommend traveling with your animal. Love that. And he wouldn't put the dog in his carrier. You're allowed to take them out after takeoff, but we couldn't take off until he put his whole animal in the carrier under the seat, which I'm like, okay, whatever, like put him in the seat for five minutes, let us take off. And then you can have your dog like peanut butter off of your body. As soon as we are up in the air, I don't care what you do with your dog, but... Don't hold up hundred people on a plane. So I was really frustrated because when I landed, it was um, it was about 11:30. Our flight to Paris was 11:55 p.m. and me and my boyfriend and four other people were supposed to be on this plane but only my boyfriend and then one other one of our friends got on the plane because as soon as I got to the airport, I sprinted to security, tried to get my check-in spot, tried to log in. I had my screenshot of my boarding pass. They wouldn't take a screenshot. They would only take the mobile boarding pass, which I was not able to access because we didn't have Wi-Fi on the plane. And they closed down booking an hour before the flight and all the kiosks were closed because they close an hour before the flights. It was some monumental bull. I am I I'm not mad anymore, but I was so frustrated. It was I still have PTSD going to that airport. I know that I will. I uh, sat on the ground fuming because it was one of those situations where really I don't get that mad. I'm not a confrontational person. I don't get really angry or upset there was nothing I could do. It was 100% out of my control. There was nobody, uh, it was awful. So it was like I could get to the gate, but they wouldn't allow me to get there. So if anyone working for JetBlue has any pull and can get me a refund for that flight, let me know because I had to buy an entire new flight to Paris, which was $1,200. We won't talk about it, but anyways, um, that was the first day of my flight. We ended up staying at the hotel in the in New York airport. But anyways, the next day we got to Paris. It was incredible. We were there for four and a half days. Then we went to Menorca, Spain. Not Mallorca. I'm not saying it wrong. I'm not that culturally ignorant. Um, we went to Menorca, Spain, and we were there for about four and a half days. Then we went to London for a day. It was incredible. Best trip of my life. Hands down. So much fun. could move there, but won't. Um... And anyways, it just kind of made me realize that I was super grateful for working really hard, for busting my ass to save up money to go on this trip. It was such a nice break to be off of social media, to be away from work, to be away from um, not that I don't. Adore and obsess over my friends and family, but it's nice to be in a different environment surrounded by different people with different values, with different stories, and different languages. Getting out of my comfort zone, I think that that is so important to do. Um, We are already planning the next trip, and I can't wait. So, anyways, we'll get into that a little bit more because there were some self discoveries that we made on the trip. We, as in me, um, me and my split personalities, made on the trip just based on seeing progress and not gaining weight when you are eating a ton of carbs and traveling and out of your normal workout routine and anything like that so um speaking of that i need to stay hydrated so i'm going to take a sip of water really quick Mm. Mm, so good yeah all right so on this podcast i wanted to touch on something related to the dairy industry completely about the dairy industry and dairy and its effects on your body and one of the reasons, obviously, why I am inspired to talk about this is I know I've talked about it on other episodes. I'm not going to get into other episodes here, but if you want to look back, you can look at all the um, information. I'm also going to put some of this information in the show notes today, just based on like where I'm reading from, medical news today, um, a, couple of different, a couple of different websites and news stations and things like that. So, I don't know if anyone has seen this video or not seen this video. It's gone viral, um, talking about Fair Oaks Farms, Fair Life Milk milk Farms. And so, basically what's happening is animal welfare groups are releasing tons of information and behind-the-scenes videos investigative videos on what is being done in some of these dairy farms and if it's happening in one I just have a feeling that it's happening in multiple so Fairlife is a brand of milk and they're always talking about Fairlife and how um, the ingredients are really high quality and blah 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 and like their milk is super popular it's high in protein they have different flavors the branding is really cute the packaging is really cute but there have been so many videos coming out about how they abuse the animals it is astonishing they're leaving baby cows out in 115 degree weather to die they are not feeding them water there are dead cows all over the place um the workers are like consuming narcotics on the job just around the place they're um they're castrating they are kicking they're beating they're throwing these calves they don't care at all what they're doing the mother cows they're even showing a clip that the mother cows are um, losing their voices because they're calling out to their calves so often these animals were being are being completely tortured and abused and dying in front of them there's like different trucks that come around every single day to these little farms uh, and just the individual crates to pick up dying baby cows because of the way that they're treated. And it's awful. They're walking around with broken legs and infections, and it's just the most disgusting, torturous thing you've ever seen. I cried watching it. I know other people have. If you haven't checked it out, the no- it's in the show notes. So make sure that you check this out. It is, it's astonishing, and you're going to – It's eye-opening, and I know that there are a lot of people that are not interested in watching this kind of video, but at the same time, I do believe that that is, um, that's like a conscious way to close your eyes to a problem that's actually happening. That's like when people are like, you know, with all the abortion, um, conversations that are happening about how men in the government are choosing what women can do with their bodies uh, you know we're closing our eyes to all of these issues and saying oh I just don't want to get into it I don't want to get political you're not getting into anything you're not getting political this is a real conversation that is happening currently and if you don't want to be a part of it that's fine but don't just chime in when you want to get defensive take a second listen once just listen and you know I think that it's a reflection on maybe people feeling judged or feeling like people are trying to get them to change their lifestyle. If we're talking negatively about the dairy industry, but these are just cold, hard facts. You can take a look at the video and, um, and tell me what you think. So either way, um, a couple of reasons why, it's not just a personal belief i don't personally consume much dairy when i was in paris we did like a, a cooking class and there was butter involved and i'm sh- i definitely ate some dairy while i was over there i wasn't snacking on cheese or anything like that it's just not ever really been my thing i i enjoy it but i i don't i don't drink creamer in my coffee from dairy. I don't do anything like that. A couple times I had some sips, but you know, it's not a staple in my diet at all. And for the past, you know, 20, 50 years, the USDA, um, My Plate Foundation has said that dairy is a super great source of protein and calcium and things like that. However, there are so many other um, sources of calcium that we can be getting that are more bioavailable to our body and easier to absorb and cause less harmful side effects for us overall and provide better health benefits. Oh, look at her. She's so articulate. Yep. So either way, um, a couple of negative side effects that can go on from consuming dairy. And you might think, okay, I am not lactose intolerant, my skin is good, I have great energy, I poop regularly, I'm totally fine, you, I don't have headaches, you know, all these things, like I don't get bloated. Some people do not feel the physical side effects of consuming too much dairy right away. Some people have really strong gut microbiome, some people are totally fine with it, and that's amazing. However, in the long term, it's been, there have been a ton, so many studies showing that it does lead to um different types of, uh, coronary heart diseases. It leads to situ- you know, different types of diabetes and, um, different things like that. And so one of the main ingredients in, or one of the main, uh, factors in milk is casein, which has been shown to lead to, um, like overgrowth and testosterone, different types of issues like leading to cancer, higher testicular cancer rates in men, um, aiding in cancer cells, breast cancer cells, ovarian, that type of thing. So I'm going to include all of this information in the, um, show notes, but yes. So some of the chronic, Issues that can come from eating too much dairy would be like digestive issues. So leaky gut syndrome, which is, um, I won't get into that. We need a whole episode on leaky gut syndrome and SIBO, but IBS. So irritable bowel syndrome, diarrhea, constipation, bloating, um, lots of digestive issues that we think are so common, but actually are not. These are like, if your body is reactive, then it's reacting to something that you're consuming. And then there's increased increased risks of cancer, such as breast cancer and things like that. And I'm going to get into that slightly, just talking about hormones. Um, there's headaches, there's acne, which is something that I've always struggled with. And then there's just added hormones. So if you're having any type of hormonal issues, whether it be... Um, Different types of issues that you're having in your nether regions for women, whether it be um, a tough time getting your period or having really heavy periods or having incredible, incredible bloating, fatigue, and um, menstrual cramps while you're on your period. It's not normal, you guys. So, having these crazy period systems, that's not a way that our, that is another reaction. So, we shouldn't be feeling that. Sorry if you just heard that little chime. It was my dishwasher. But, Anyway, so those are some really common issues that people do have when consuming too much dairy, and especially if you do have IBS, cutting out things like gluten and dairy are really, really monumental for healing your gut and for um, minimizing some of those side effects. So um, also saying that I, I'm sure that a lot of you guys have heard this, but like 70%, more more than 70%, I'm sure, I say 100%, but um, are of of the population is lactose intolerant. It's just something that our bodies aren't naturally really supposed to consume. Um, So based on a lot of different studies, we, the food industry um, makes us feel like we need to consume dairy to uh, provide essential nutrients such as calcium protein, that type of thing, essential amino acids. And we do need to absorb those things. And you know, we need to, have them in our diets but it doesn't need to come from added hormones it doesn't need to come from animal products which you know we are one of the only species that does we are the only species that drinks another species milk and with that that really only started happening after agriculture became a thing in society so like cavemen weren't drinking milk and um, the usda my food or my plate actually just switched out one of their recommendations for a glass of milk in a meal for a glass of water juice or tea or coffee that kind of thing so Um, even the government is starting to understand some of the research that's going on right now and um, I want to go back to hormones because I know primarily my listeners are women and it's something that's really just it's important to talk about so um, going back to the hormones, when we're drinking dairy milk, and I'm not just talking, like, I know typically people aren't just drinking a full glass of milk, I get that, but things like cheese, things like um, coffee creamer, things like uh, chocolate with milk in them, things like protein powders with casein or whey, that's still dairy and that's still an animal product. So what's happening now is that our cows in, in this is talking specifically about the United States really, but um, it's really one of the worst <laughs> food choices that you can make for a lot of different reasons so think about it like this cows and I'm reading this from OneGreenPlanet.com. it's a health website you guys can look at it it's on the show notes but um, alone cows contain over 60 different hormones without anything being added to it so when you're saying that not I mean not all of us have issues that we know of about hormones but if you do we all have different bodies but there's no logical research saying that we need to take in added hormones from another man, mammal. And so also I was doing a little bit of research and it was saying how cows are pregnant nearly 300 days of the year. And that's from a Harvard health study. And there's more times that a cow has been pregnant during the year and the hormones that she produces through her, her milk every single time they will change. Um, so think about it like this. Can you imagine a human being pregnant for the majority of their life? No. Why would you? It's not natural. Can you imagine how humans would look, feel, act, walking around pregnant for... 70 percent of their life so cows were not made to stay and this is a direct quote cows were not made to stay pregnant 300 days of the year and they develop infections due to this high demand for production not to mention they may be subject to further disease and bacteria when antibiotics are used such as in organic farming practices or are not used such as in organic farming practices so if you are not interested in changing anything about the lifestyle that you if you're consuming dairy on a regular basis or if your kids are if your husband is whatever make sure that it's at least organic so that you're not getting those antibiotics in it even if it is organic it's still most likely it not even most likely it's still added hormones into your body so um some of the side effects and i'm not going to get too much into the details of the side effects because i'm going to let you guys read this on the show notes but um insulin issues. So, people who are having trouble with um, weight gain and being able to utilize sugar and energy and carbohydrates properly, they are, um, it's aiding in insulin resistance and things like that. So, um, especially during puberty and things like that, when, I'm actually going to stop saying things like that because it's obnoxious. These type of things, they will, you know, if you're consuming a lot of dairy, then you might have strong sugar cravings and you might have Uh, bad circulation or blood sugar control. So if you're having any of those issues or if you have a major sweet tooth, try reducing dairy, see what happens. Um, It also has a terrible side effect on your mood swings. Like I was saying, it's not normal to have these crazy, crazy periods where you're super moody and you have super, you're just incredibly menstrual. It's not right. Um, there's also studies showing from Harvard Health studies showing that dairy milk and cheese products led to testicular cancer in men ages 20 to 39 and has been found to affect breast, colon, and prostate cancer heavily as well. Then there's casein protein found in milk that's also been linked to cancer. Um, so even without hormones or lactose, so even if you're buying a milk that says lactose-free, casein is a detrimental protein to our health, and it says that we should be avoiding it however possible. Granted, this is only one study study, and I understand that, but this is one article with a bunch of different types of studies, um, and on here it also mentions things like coconut milk or unsweetened uh, unsweetened almond milk, and you could use things like oat milk however you want to do it you're if you use soy milk you're still getting those essential amino acids if you're concerned about not getting your complete proteins you could do things like soaking chia seeds in your milk and consuming your chia seeds with your with your coffee that's not a bad idea you're getting essential amino proteins soy and chia are two of the only plant-based complete amino acids so look into that it's a this is a great little article to check out um i just wanted to make sure that we were talking about that. And, um, I won't even, I thought I was going to get into A1 versus A2 cows, but if you want to do a little bit of research, um, basically our cows are just pregnant all the time and their hormones are always changing and it's unnatural. And we're consuming, um, basically we're consuming different pesticides and antibiotics. And also these cows are just being treated like complete dog shit. So um, if you are interested in seeing that video that I was talking about, I highly recommend it. It is on the show notes for here. It's Fairlife Farms. Um, So that's that on dairy. And the second topic that I wanted to talk about, and I touched on this on my Instagram, like I said, but um, I noticed that when I went to Europe, I was eating bread every day. I was eating, excuse me, one quick I was eating bread, I was eating dairy, I was eating, well, not so much dairy, but I was eating a little bit of butter each day. And um, I wasn't working out like I normally do. I had like Four good workouts and the rest of the days I was just walking a ton, which of course, yes, was burning calories, but I didn't when I come came home, I wasn't feeling soft, I wasn't feeling fluffy, I wasn't feeling disgusting. I feel really good. I was excited to get back into it. I would stretch every morning when I woke up, I would still have my water, I would have my coffee, and then we would walk around all day. I would eat intermittently. Um, It kind of made me realize that maybe intermittent fasting isn't the best for my body, especially when I am training really hard. So coming back into it, I think that I'm going to maintain um, a little bit less social media presence in my lifestyle. Um, It's been... Really awesome to not have Wi-Fi and not have that fear of missing out. I know that whenever I do leave town, I look back at my job and I look back at my my coworkers and my friends, and I'm like, oh man, I wonder if they miss me. I wonder if they're thinking about me. I wonder if they even notice that I'm gone, or um, like what's gonna be different when I get back? How much am I gonna have to catch up on? And I didn't really have those fears when I didn't have Wi-Fi, and I didn't notice that I didn't have the fears until I got back and they were instilled in me again. So, um, little things like minimizing my stress and being able to wake up, say three things that I'm grateful for and be outside a little bit more. So I think some measurable tips that um, really helped me while I was on this trip to not hold on to stress, which would inevitably make me hold on to fat and not be able to burn calories I think I kept my stress levels really low I moved my body consistently throughout the day I drank my water I stayed hydrated I continued to make as many good healthy eating decisions as I can and then I think one of the biggest things was the social media like minimizing my social media scrolling as well as not feeling guilty after I ate something I ate chocolate every single day. I drank alcohol every single day, multiple times per day, and I didn't ever feel guilty. I was really proud of myself for working so hard to save up the money to go on that trip. I was so, so happy to be able to spend time with my man for that long. We are doing long distance, so I don't typically get to see him that often, and so being able to spend 10 days with him and our friends and, well, my new friends, his friends, but um, it just... And then being able to have a couple minutes a day to myself, waking up in the morning, stretching, moving my body, not just jumping into the day, I think – like, I could cry even thinking about it. I just – I implore anyone who is going after it so hard at the gym every day, five days a week, and maybe they're not getting even five or six hours of sleep a night, like – your central nervous system needs a break. So just make sure that you're moving your body. Change up your workout routine. Go take a hot yoga class if high intensity is not enough for you. And if you're not if you're not feeling like you're getting what you need out of yoga and bar every single day, go go take a high intensity class. Or if you're not wanting to change your high intensity classes, change up the weight. Use a little bit lighter lighter weight, a little longer time under tension, and maybe just go higher reps. So you can change little things up. Uh, I think your body really needs that. I think that like me walking 10 to 15 miles per day was insane for my body. It was awesome. I was using I have these like platform sneakers which I know sound uncomfortable, but they're the best shoes I've ever had. And I think that they really helped my ass. I was climbing stairs every single day. Like when I got back, my ass is even better. And if you know me, I have like an uneven butt cheek and I talk about it sometimes and it's a little bit I'm self-conscious of it, but when I got back, I swear to you, so much better. So, definitely going to be incorporating some incline walking back into my routine. Um also because I'm 150 years old and that's just something that I enjoy doing. Anyways, um, so if you are struggling with a little bit of weight and if you're struggling with that last little bit of belly fat that you're looking at, and not that you need to change anything about your body, but if you have set this goal and you know you can get there, you've gotten there before and you just want to get there again, like go for it. Just feel good, do what you need to do, and listen to your body. If you're like, I'm over this, I am, this is too much for me, I can't get to where I want to be, then get back to... Get back to the basics, you know? Stretch your body in the morning for five minutes. Go for a long walk. Take a yoga class. You can chill out and still see results, okay? So those are two things that I really wanted to touch on today. You can look at my Instagram, my past Instagram um, from June 12th to get more info on that. Um, this has been a wonderful episode, feeling really good about it. I'm excited about it. Hopefully if you guys have questions about dairy, let me know, feel free to ask. Um, if you guys have questions about meal plans or, uh, meal guides, if you want to do a nutrition counseling call, let me know. And I'm more than happy to set one up with you. You can email me, you can DM me on Instagram or, um, anything like that I'm pretty easy to access you can book it on my website I would love to meet with you as many as possible or if you have a friend who needs to get on track with their nutrition let's set up a call and just give them my info so we'll talk about that later a little bit more but thank you guys so much for listening this has been episode 39 um next week we'll do episode 40. Super excited about that. Trying to get some more interviews. Um, I know I've been talking with Tasty as fit. If you guys have followed her, we've been talking to Hush Up and Hustle. We've been talking to a couple different people. So you guys be cool, stay cool, stay groovy, listen, rate, review, like, share, all that good stuff. And I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Ta-ta.